Hello, what up? And welcome to But It Was Aliens, the extraterrestrial alien UFO visitors podcast, where we take an alien story by the balls and determine whether or not it was actually aliens for science. Today, I'm your host, former MIB Kevin the Grey, and with me, I have my co-host for this week, Granville Moonwalker. How the frick are you doing today, sir? I'm good, but you say co-host for this week like there's a different one. <laughs> <laughs> your clone. Is there a different one? <laughs> I, I've romanicked you. <laughs> oh, please don't. <laughs> well, anyway, this is the podcast where we don't piss about. We get straight to it. Today, mon frere, I'm going to tell you about the moon landing. Have you heard of the moon before? The moon. Of the moon. <laughs> <laughs> you just realised what that's from, didn't you? Yeah. Um, yes. And I was laughing at you hitting the table. Obviously, I have heard of the moon. You have? So you've heard of the moon? Shit! It's kind of thrown me. <laughs> I thought I'd found a really niche subject this week. Let me tell you about this fucking moon landing. <laughs> <laughs> the year was 1969. You could buy a house for less than 10k. In America, it would cost you about $15,000. A brand new mid-range motor would cost $2,000. But one thing would remain in the memory of all who were alive and all their children. It was the year NASA went to the moon. The whole world watched as Apollo 11 made its way skyward on all three television channels, BBC One, BBC Two, and independent television, which is now ITV. Every single channel covered Um, it extensively. (laughs) So... Are they now no longer independent television? Well, it's just been shortened. So they are. I'm still making it clear for the audience. <laughs> Our American followers are not going to have a clue. Well, they might. To be fair, I don't know. Okay. I'm trying to think of a big ITV show. There isn't really one. There now, isn't. Is there? <laughs> <laughs> what is their biggest show? Currently? Coronation Street. That's poor. I don't watch it. Neither do I. But that's poor. Sorry. But can you imagine only having three channels? <laughs> I can't find anything to watch with 370 channels. Life must have sucked back then. When did it stop being three channels? Well, I can only remember there ever being four. Same. And I can remember Channel 5 coming on board, but I was... And that was a huge thing when Channel 5 came. I wouldn't say you had to be rich, but you were essentially well off if you had Sky. Mm. I remember having five channels and my cousins having Sky and was like, Same. what the hell? And they're watching all these other shit. Yeah, I spend more time on Netflix looking for things to watch and adding them to my watch list than I actually do watching things. <laughs> I'd done that the other night. With three channels, <laughs> I'd have been lost. That TV guide <laughs> would not have kept me busy. Oh my God, TV guides. <laughs> Paper with TV guides, yeah. <laughs> I may also have made more of my life. When you tell people you're a former MIB, it doesn't tend to impress them. I remember going to MIB University and on Freshers' Week, I'd go up to girls at the bar and be like, I'm studying men in blackism. <coughs> Blank faces. I can understand why. <laughs> so it's 1969. The world was mesmerised as Neil Armstrong announced his One small step for a man. One giant leap for mankind. Actually, did you know there was an audio blockage mid-sentence? 
so most people to this day don't tend to realise that he said, Or a man. I'd have loved it if that camera started rolling a little earlier and it heard some unplanned audio like, This weather is bitching! (laughs) How the fuck is it so sunny yet so dark? Where the fuck are the stars? Neil, the camera's on, mate. Oh, uh, um, uh, one small step for a man. They hear buzz in the background. This is shit, really, isn't it? We've flown all the way up here and it's just dust. It's fuck all here. (laughs) Fuck all. (laughs) (sighs) Michael Collins back on the ship is making shadow puppets with his dick. (laughs) ITV are like, there appears to be an alien shadow wearing a helmet. Are you guys okay? Are you under attack? What are you doing, Mike? <laughs> One small dick for a man. Then Neil One, whips his out. <laughs> One giant alien shadow-wearing helmet against mankind. Right, so Collins never gets off the ship. He stayed orbiting. Why? You go all that way and you don't want to take a turn? Don't tell me that he needed to man the ship. That's bullshit. What did he know? What did Armstrong and Aldrin see? Thoughts? Well, to be fair, wouldn't you rather someone on the ship? Because so, imagine if they all got off and essentially the door closed behind them and no one could get back in. <laughs> Locked themselves <laughs> out on the moon. Yep. <laughs> well, I was thinking it was all like controlled by NASA back on Earth, obviously. And meanwhile, they could have taken turns. Aldrin could have oh, gone back yeah, up they and could've. Collins could have dropped back down and stopped messing about with his space dick. Maybe when he heard Buzz say there's nothing but space dust here, <laughs> he was like, oh, there's no point in me getting off the ship now. He didn't want his turn. But yeah, imagine, like, I feel kind of a little bit bad for him. No one knows who he is, do they, really? No. People know, obviously, Neil Armstrong. Most people know Buzz Aldrin. He but doesn't he- get quite the same attention for being the second man. He got all the way there and never stepped yeah. out of the rocket. Yeah. Maybe he just didn't and care. Just, his name just isn't really known in popular culture outside of sort of science, really. What if he is the original... Gangster. I was about to say Columbus, but that's wrong. Because you know how America was discovered by someone else and Columbus kind of ganked it? Yeah. What if this happened here? <laughs> Buzz is taking all the glory when Buzz was actually the third one. There's, there's two Buzzes? He, not Buzz, um, <laughs> Michael Neil. Collins or Neil. Neil. He had the wherewithal to like speak when he got out there. So his words were the first ones <laughs> <laughs> that they heard. Expecting or thinking that he was the first one to step foot. Earlier in 1960, NASA had commissioned a report to explore how to proceed if extraterrestrial life was encountered. The report suggested that if aliens were found, civilization would collapse. Not what happened with the pyramids, was it? When those bastards landed to help the Egyptians build, the pharaohs fricking cartwheeled. Well, would you collapse if aliens were confirmed? I think as a society we would. Wait, weren't UFOs confirmed a couple of months ago, which we covered on episode five? Oh, but... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry about that. No, I wouldn't collapse. <laughs> oh, <son. laughs> so, uh, as a species, we would lose our shit. 
They say that, but would we? That's my point. Don't know why I'm nodding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, we would. Um, because opinions are like assholes, and everyone has one. So they wouldn't know how to proceed with the aliens. You'd have everyone that wants to just shoot them. You'd have everyone that wants to talk to them. Everyone wants to do this. Everyone wants to do that. So many different things coming in. It would just be a clusterfuck. And the aliens mm. would just be like, seriously, why do we even bother? Do you know what I absolutely love? And it would, sorry, blow <laughs> everyone's mind. You think about the Bible. I often right? do. Imagine you are one of these Christians that takes everything in the Bible literally the Bible is your world and then there's aliens dinosaurs are they in the Bible well no that's my point do they I don't think they believe in dinosaurs <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen one walking around so it wasn't there <laughs> it's I, a lie I love how you're putting all this the out devil. about religion and civilization collapsing when I just suggested that pyramids flew to the earth and landed you didn't even flutter an eyelid I thought you meant about aliens coming and building the pyramids not that they <laughs> and you literally just said they landed to help Egyptians yeah. build not that the pyramids floated down from the sky and landed where they are even so you accepted but the Brooking Report may be the reason why NASA concealed Aldrin and Armstrong's conversation on the moon's surface. Watch the footage, genuinely. The first two minutes are silent. Where's the sound? Took a while to get there. <laughs> <laughs> NASA claimed that a camera malfunctioned, but these bastards had headsets and mother-fricking mission command and radio operators heard the bastards. That sound was not lost, it was covered up. Have I blown your mind yet? That's as much as my mind is blown. <laughs> you took me so seriously. <laughs> no. No, you haven't. <laughs> but guess who knows what Aldrin and Armstrong said. That's right, mon frere. You're about to. To quote the director of NASA's Houston tracking base, Armstrong and Aldrin said... Those are giant things. No, no, no. This is not an optical illusion. No one is going to believe this. Mission Control responded asking, What? 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 What the hell is happening? What's wrong with you? The reply comes, They're here. Under the surface. Mission Control asks, What's there? Transmission was then interrupted. Soon after, Armstrong and Aldrin can be heard saying, We saw some visitors. They were there for a while, observing the instruments. Mission Control asks them to repeat the last information. A reply comes, confirming. I say that there were other spaceships. They're lined up on the other side of the crater. Mission Control asks for another repeat. The reply from the astronauts is... Let us sound this orbiter. In 625-5, automatic relay connected. My hands are shaking so badly I can't do anything. Film it, God! If these cameras have picked anything up, what then? Mission Control immediately jumps in. Have you picked up anything? The astronauts confirm that they didn't have any film at hand. Three shots of the saucer, or whatever they were, that were ruining the film. Mission Control asks. Are you on your way? Is the uproar with the UFO over? Armstrong and Aldrin say. They've landed there. 
There they are, and they are watching us. Mission Control asks if they've set the mirrors up. The final response is, Yes, they're in the right place, but whoever see those spaceships surely can come tomorrow and remove them, over and out. Thoughts? They call them visitors. Yeah, like South Park. Or Buffy. But aren't they visitors? What if those things actually live there? You've turned up on theirs. You're the visitors. You're the aliens. It's a fair point and well made. And they're also saying they're watching us. What if someone just turned up on your planet and started like <laughs> sticking things in the ground and everything like that? Would you not watch them to see what they're doing? Certainly, yes. What if the moon is not only our moon, but it's a satellite for another species? Ooh, I've actually got that on our list of things to cover <laughs> in a future episode. <laughs> My hands are shaking so badly I can't do anything. There's always things you can do with a shaken hand. They... An alien greeting. So there's two trains of thought here. Right. One. Mm-hmm. If the moon landing is fake, why have they done this? Like, if the moon landing is fake, have they done this? As this was going to be the next step. Right. But everyone believed the moon landing, so they thought, bugger it, we're not going to go with the next step. Left it out. Mm-hmm. If the moon landing was real, and this is a thing, why has it taken them so long to go back? Well, as this one unravels, we might have some explanation there. There is also an unconfirmed report that upon opening the ship door, Buzz Aldrin saw a transparent being. He didn't see shit. <laughs> he saw a shadow dick. <laughs> but regardless... The above conversation, the above, the pre, the conversation I explained <laughs> has been independently corroborated by hundreds of independent civilian radio operators who had managed to listen in to NASA's private transmission at the time. Hundreds all reporting the same conversation. Soviet radio operators picked it up too and published it in Russia. A French transmission went out on public television too, but just once, which appeared to contain clearly spoken alien language. This transmission was quickly censored never to be played again. But amongst all that censoring, one public broadcast along similar lines got out. It said, the domical structures are partially filled up. Breach has either flowed into these structures before they were built or the domes are younger than the floor. The area is oval or elliptical. What are the domes they're talking about? If the moon landing is fake they could have just set this radio up like they could have set this transmission so you're talking about a double conspiracy here aren't you mm. a conspiracy to make people think that the moon landing is real then a conspiracy within the moon landing that's fake dum, dum. to further convince people that it's real because things happen that they're covering up dum, 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 dum. It's like inception <laughs> I always think wow I go to the South Park episode where there's a guy in the background and every time he just goes but is there a but coming or should I move on <laughs> no we'll stay here for a second so who censored the transmission was it NASA potentially that it's just been taken away could have been any higher power 
government, NASA, FIB, MIBs. <laughs> um, I'm just going to let you carry on. So public broadcasts also contained words including flashes of light, buildings and roads. Those words should not be needed on the moon the first time you land. NASA tried to cover this one up by stating that volcanic activity was responsible. Ever seen a volcano make buildings and a road? This brings me back to something. Was it... Um, can you remember... I think it was the Adamski one. Mm-hmm. There was one we'd done where someone claimed that pictures that were taken on the moon were false. And if you, the actual pictures show there to be life and trees and stuff like that, I think it may have been the Adamski one. Yeah, it wasn't Mars Defence Force. No. Because that was training bases. So if, like, on the dark, apparently on the dark side of the moon there is all this life and stuff. However, is the dark side of the moon the side that's nearest to the sun? Mm, well, technically it would rotate around us, so it would change. No, because it's locked. <clears throat> it would be further away, technically. So, I'm not saying that you need the sun to initiate life. Mm-hmm. But you could have internal heat. That is true. Plus, we need to stop thinking in terms of how we see life forms and what they need to survive. Well, um, yes and no. We've said before, I mean, there could be like parallel universes and aliens based upon, or creatures based upon physics that we can't even understand or in dimensions yeah, that we can't what, see. But equally, all our science is telling us at the moment that life has to be based on carbon. There are theories around that there could be silicon-based life, but silicon struggles to form bonds a lot more significantly. You're starting to look at me cross-eyed. I'm... <laughs> no. What I was about to say is that if I told you from a very young age that every time you walked through a door you had to be slapped, you would think that's true. Mm, I don't know that I would. <laughs> <laughs> but I can appreciate the sentiment. But then if you if I ever have a study, kid, I might say that. If you study like physics, physics and chemistry, good scientists are generally quite open to other ideas, but they need to see evidence of it, and all the evidence is suggesting... Oh, yeah. I totally get that. But I like to just throw a wrench in the works every now and again. <laughs> right, so, so I... Kev. I'm about to get a power wrench. Every time you walk through a door, <laughs> you need to be slapped. Okay, every time you walk through a door, you need to shit your pants. No. But it's how it is. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> if that's how it is. I feel like if I ended now, it would be aliens. <laughs> Do you know how many doors I have to walk through <laughs> to get out? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> and if I go to the toilet? Eight. Every time I go in Nine. and out of a door? <laughs> You've got a lot of shit to clean up. <laughs> uh, well, I've got more to this case. The moon landing itself was filmed on slow scan television. The footage you've seen was made by filming a monitor showing this footage on Earth. Why would you do this? Why would NASA not film using regular film? To delay the feed in this way gave them a chance to hide the truth. Now, NASA has lost most of the original footage, so it cannot be analysed. Why would they do that? So, did they do it literally on... Because I don't know how slow film or slow scan works. 
I so. did look into this when I first researched this one, but this was now about five months ago. <laughs> I was going to ask, is it there so that they can pick up things before it's broadcast? Basically, like, it's a lower quality snip it out and, and yeah, to put that footage onto our television type footage, you have to film a monitor showing that footage. Okay. So it adds an extra step, which gives them time, obviously, rather than a completely live feed. For example, it would have a two to three minute delay from when they see it to when we see it. Yeah, basically. Anything pops up, snip that out. Okay. Um, how... Just trying to think how you would lose the footage. Yeah, one of the most advanced scientific organisations in the world has lost their most important footage. But I reckon... Is that likely? You know how when you go into a shop, front of the shop, pristine, clean, everything. <laughs> get out of the back, yeah. it's an absolute shit show. <laughs> Do you reckon that's what NASA's like? Literally go out of the back and you can just fight like nothing is organised. Mm. There's no system to anything. Literally just walk out the back and put it where you can fit it. And the tape has been... Just misplaced somewhere. Mm. But now it's cover up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, NASA has absolutely destroyed that footage. One of the most advanced organisations in the world misplaces, damages or deletes the most valuable footage they've ever had? Bullshit. Bullshit. Russia got wind of this and investigated the moon landings. Have you ever wondered why Russia didn't land on the moon themselves though? They knew. There were about five further moon missions, but Russia never went after Apollo 11. Nobody went. You know what happened to most of the samples taken from the moon? They've gone missing. No more rocks. <laughs> there's, there's a few dotted about, like I think Neil deGrasse Tyson supposedly has one in his office. But there's not many around. They've all gone missing so they can't be tested on. Tyson! 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 <laughs> Moon Rock! <laughs> Good old yeah, how can all this stuff go missing? It's bonkers. It truly is. But interestingly, US Army sources have said that more footage does exist, but it won't be made public ever. There is more evidence still. Apollo 12 photograph AS12 497319 shows a UFO hovering over an astronaut on the moon via visor reflection. Holy shit. I've actually looked this up and I've found the photo, so here is the photo. Ooh. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> this is like the best evidence of UFOs we've ever had. He's collapsing. <laughs> He's collapsed. <laughs> I actually expected to see like a visor helmet with a clear picture. <laughs> what is that? Well, what do you mean, what is that? What you're clearly looking at is an astronaut in a spacesuit <laughs> on the moon next to some equipment with a reflection in his visor. We've zoomed in on the visor where you can see what looks to be a cigar-shaped UFO. That is not... That could be anything. That could be the serial number of his helmet. So you admit that it could be a UFO? 
No. <laughs> I feel like I've blown your mind again and you're like resetting. <laughs> your console has just rebooted. Oh, that's, that's terrible. But bearing in mind, there shouldn't be anything above them whatsoever. There's nothing on the moon, supposedly. Again, that does not... It's clearly not the sun, is it? No. And it's clearly not a planet. <laughs> so what else is it? Serial number of his helmet. <laughs> <laughs> In the middle of his eyes? That's on the edge. The edge of the middle. It's definitely mid-height. It's not the bottom. It's not at the top. That's not where his eye line would be. Yes, it is. Look at the size of that visor. That would be very confusing if you had that dangling. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> that would probably be just on the outside of your left cheek. You wouldn't even see that in your view. Have you ever seen an astronaut's visor? I'm looking at one. <laughs> They're clear. Mm. <laughs> Might not have been then. Okay, so we'll have to agree to agree that that's definitely a UFO. <laughs> Two months before the moon landing. <laughs> An identified foreign object. Apollo 10 documented hearing sounds or music coming from the dark side of the moon during flybys. Bullshit. No, that's actually true. I've heard them before. Have you heard the sounds? Yeah, yeah. Have you got the recording here? No, I don't. You always ask this. If I've got the recording, it'll be in the damn thing. Well, you (laughs) You can Google it. I'm happy to pause this right now and you can go and Google it because it's quite widely known. You're not going to get me to believe if you do not place it in the fire. (laughs) But it's not really overly important to what I'm about to go on to. Okay. (laughs) And also, it's so well known that I thought being an MIB, you would have heard it. No, I didn't. (sighs) Someone's a bitch. I just dismissed it as bullshit. Right, so, during the flybys. I was part of the bullshit department of MIBs. This ties in quite nicely with another couple of stories. NASA scientist Dr. Gordon MacDonald... Had a farm. ...stated in 1962 that it's found that the data require that the interior of the moon be less dense than the outer parts. Indeed, it would seem that the moon is more like a hollow than a homogeneous sphere. This comes back to Apollo 12... When Apollo 12 left the moon, they dropped their boosters towards the moon's surface. When the boosters hit, the moon was reported to reverberate like a bell. Apollo 13 tried the same thing, only their boosters were bigger. They got the same result, only the ringing went on for over three hours. Have I now blown your mind? In a way. (laughs) I wasn't expecting that. But yeah, um, this is genuine. The moon rings, or it rang, several times. Would it not have been loud enough for it to be heard on Earth? No, it's so far away. And there's no air in space to carry sound. No, yeah. That is a good point. Yeah, I suppose if something explodes in space, you're not going to hear it. I don't even know if that exploded. I mean, like a planet explodes. But yeah, so the moon has a hollow quality when... Hit. It's basically like if you hit a bell with a hammer, it rings. When did they do that, precisely, date-wise? Did that have an effect on the tides? And that's a serious question. <laughs> I've got no idea. <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to cling on to that bit. Because <laughs> essentially, if tides are... Tides change... Yeah, but it's not saying it changed the shape of the moon or the no, gravitational force. But... 
the reverberation may have had an effect on the tides is what I'm asking. I can't fathom how that would happen in my mind, but I couldn't rule it out either for that reason. But I just, yeah, I don't know how that would... You'd need to change the orbit or the mass of the moon, to my knowledge, to affect the tide. But yeah, just a few more bits and pieces for you before we look at Armstrong after returning to Earth. Tesla claimed... Which one? You know the one. The original. He claimed that he sent signals to the moon and received signals back. Believe him. I know you love Tesla, so I feel like I've got you back on track now. (laughs) Tesla. Many Apollo astronauts have also confirmed that they saw UFOs up there, not just what we've discussed so far. Photographers over the years have captured strange lights and structures on the moon, usually coming from inside craters. One researcher in particular demanded evidence from NASA, and NASA released some photos literally without comment. They just snuck them out quietly, no fuss, hoping nobody would notice or question it, or that anyone who did would be ridiculed. 43 photos of craters showing domes inside were released without comment in 1967, before the landing. On the 1st of June 1966, NASA confirmed astronauts had seen UFOs, but then later denied it. Why would they confirm it if they weren't absolutely certain? Before being advised not to make it public, I bet. So much evidence. (laughs) (laughs) It's taken a serious turn, isn't it? I would have included like more photos and whatnot, as we've discussed, but honestly, there's so much and I really didn't have time. It would have pushed this into quite a lengthy a lengthy one without really adding important content like i don't think us talking about what we can see in the photos is going to make a difference the photos are out there if you want to look them up i can quite see nasa doing something like that though and like just governments and stuff like that anyway if you're beat because then if you're seen to not do it that person can keep going back and back Mm. and back and then you're just constantly getting thought of something bombarded they confirmed that astronauts saw UFOs, then took it back and said they didn't. But if they confirmed it, did civilization collapse? I don't think it did. Who did they confirm it to? The media? The public? Put it out through communication channels when questioned? What did they say when they took it back? Eh, they didn't see them. We never said that. They just denied it. Okay, that's worse. If you made an excuse, oh, it was just this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Like, not fair enough, but you can understand it. No, we never said that. So. Depends if the media outlet was reputable. We had Buzz, Armstrong, and Collins obviously on the moon. But what happened to Armstrong after the landing? Because if he really did see those aliens, surely his life may have been impacted. Well... After landing, first the astronauts had to spend three weeks in quarantine. Obviously that was because they could have caught alien flu. But following that, Armstrong just wanted to be a normal guy. He became an engineering lecturer at a university, but his experiences left a mark on him. Across the world, well, kinda, a holy man known as Father Carlos Crespi Crocky, I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce his name, but it's how it's spelled, was attracting some Let's attention. Just call him in Ecuador, <laughs> Father Crespi, <laughs> not calling him Crispy. <laughs> Father Crespi was a humble priest, a Salesian monk who was born in Italy in 1891. He studied anthropology in Milan, and in 1923 was assigned to the city of Cuenca, or Cuenca, in Ecuador, 
working amongst the indigenous people of the area. Father Crespi devoted his life to charitable work. He set up orphanages and helped the poor, gave food and money handouts. Um, I don't know why, but I think I may have heard of this before. Did him and Armstrong go into the jungle to (laughs) find, like... (laughs) Don't get ahead of yourself. Okay, it is. (laughs) I haven't confirmed that. I don't know where I Don't get ahead of yourself. Right. I'm just going to let you carry on. Thank you. Father Crispy. I'm just going to warn you ahead of time. This is about to get real bonkers. (laughs) (laughs) So Father Crespi was such a good man. Okay, hold up. Every time you have mentioned that in an episode so far. (laughs) No, I've said honest. Honest and trustworthy. That's true. I'm not determined that someone is good. This man (laughs) is a father. A son. (laughs) (laughs) Holy Spirit. (laughs) So Crespi was such a good man, the local people began bringing him gifts. Artifacts, if you will. There were metallic carved plates amongst these gifts thought to be replicas of ancient artefacts. Father Crespi was worried the poor folk would feel shame for accepting money for nothing, and so he began paying them for the gifts. More and more metal plates began making their way to the priest. Some were crude and clearly fake. I don't understand why ancient artefacts would be given away. Well, because if that's all you've got to give... But if it's part of not only your heritage... But yeah, but imagine you're completely like starving, you're near death's door, you're really struggling to get by, and all you've got is this strange man who's paying people for plates. <laughs> and you happen to know where some plates are. But if they are part of yeah, the but lineage again, of like... Survival instinct. If your choice is to die or give that away, most people are going to What would he give for jacking him off? <laughs> I don't know (laughs) He was a good man Hopefully he wasn't paying to get jacked off Well if he's a good man he wouldn't want the plates Yeah but he was trying to make the people feel Because they didn't want to be seen as Beggars and whatnot. So he was trying to He knew like most of the plates were bullshit But he was giving the money anyway Because he wanted to give the money I'd offer to to help him for money Help how? I don't know (laughs) Jacking off (laughs) Grandpa raises his hand. <laughs> what does he need? <laughs> but yeah, all the local children were turning up at his door like, Here, sir, this is an authentic alien carving. And Father Crespi's like, It's stick men drawn on an old soup bowl. But he's got to pay up. <laughs> Here is a photo of him with some plates. Uh, What? Not what you expecting? Not what I was expecting. <laughs> In what way? I was expecting plates. That looks like a golden guitar. <laughs> <laughs> and it's how tall is Father Crispy? Crispy. Um, I think he's about five eight. That. Why do I know that? That guitar is like six five. Yeah. Maybe even bigger. I'd say it's closer to seven. And That's then... insane. There's another couple of plates around him. And literally, again, you can Google this man. There are hundreds of pictures of him with all sorts of different plates. I've included one of the more interesting ones here. 
which is a plate of like a pyramid with a couple of cats around it. Yeah, this is bringing me back to something which is going to be way off topic here, but you may remember it. Charlie the Unicorn. Charlie! It's called a Candy Mountain! Are you suggesting this is Candy Mountain? No. Can you remember the one where he becomes the Banana King? Very, very, very vaguely. Very vaguely. Profoundly vaguely. Okay. When he does, there is a pyramid with a banana on top. Mm. And the creature that's singing to him (laughs) sits on, I think, either side of the pyramid in the same way that these cats are Mm -hmm. right now. And that's just trippy. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. Like some of the plates appear to be very made by highly skilled people. They've got almost ancient characters on them. Okay, I can un- I can definitely understand why people are why he's giving money for them, yeah, and stuff like but that. But then th- there are more that I haven't included that are clearly just knockoffs. Like someone's taken a piece of scrap metal and drawn stick men on it and <laughs> given it to him. So he he's literally got thousands of these. I was expecting like a plate. Some of them were circular shaped, but a metal plate is obviously just a thin sheet of metal. But he. How many of those must you have if you're willing to give those away? So over time, the father acquired more than 50,000 artefacts. Wow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not just plates. There were elongated and also some shrunken skulls. He begun a museum. Unfortunately, there was a fire in 1962 and many of the artefacts were destroyed. The father passed away not long after. Rest in peace, Father Crispy. 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 <laughs> please, rem- please tell me you didn't die in the fire. He didn't. It was shortly after. <laughs> the remaining artifacts vanished without trace. Some of the artifacts had been Babylonian in style, and some were gold with strange symbols not known across South American culture. Some even appeared to have an untranslated form of ancient writing. Before their mysterious disappearance... There was known to be more than a million dollars of gold and more in silver too, with artifacts of Assyrian, African, Chinese and Egyptian heritage. Perfect in their creation. I think that's actually Assyrian, but I just <laughs> took a bit of a liberty there. Assyrian. <laughs> Rumours began about how these plates came to be in Ecuador. In 1973, a Swiss author claimed a series of caves had been discovered to have tunnels in the Taos Caves of Ecuador. It was claimed that in these caves existed a metal library and many golden artefacts. These objects may have been the more legitimate non-children stickmen given to Father Crespi. Okay. This is pretty mental. Mm-hmm. So over a million total, like in gold and silver... These plates, like, and then worth 50,000 vanished, destroyed everything like that. All we have is photos for a lot of them. How do these link to the moon? Well, mon frere, (laughs) later in his life, Neil Armstrong heard of the metal library documenting Earth's history for 250,000 years. An expedition was planned in 1976, and Armstrong was part of it. This is what you'd sort of semi-heard of, but it wasn't a jungle. Okay. The Taos Caves of Ecuador are a massive underground network spanning several kilometres, 
and appear to have been cut with precision accuracy, likely by advanced machinery, but 10,000 years ago. The surfaces are even polished. Ancient civilizations did not have access to Mr. Muscle. <laughs> what did they? Over a hundred people, including Armstrong, probed the caves, and some artifacts were indeed found, but Armstrong was not able to identify anything of alien origin. He knew what aliens looked like. He'd know if something was alien. Locals felt that the wrong caves had been investigated, but regardless, Armstrong had a hunger for aliens after his experiences. That much is clear. Caves cut with machinery. Mm-hmm. So... I'm just trying to think how that's possible yeah. without saying it. <laughs> uh, well, we can say uh, that for the conclusion, can't we? And oh, Neil is clearly obsessed here. Yeah. He, but why did he? I suppose he felt safer on Earth. I was about to say, why did he not want to go back to the moon? He wants to live. Then he wants to explore. This man's a scientist or an engineer. An engineering scientist. Maybe he wanted to create something that would help if or he maybe ever went back. He but. had been tightly clasped into not speaking about what he'd seen, but he wanted the truth to get out there. Therefore, he targeted anything he could find that would help to evidence what he knew to be fact but couldn't say. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. So on a slight tangent... I gagged him. <laughs> I probed him. Maybe sexual... Gosh darn it. So on a slight tangent, ancientorigins.net investigated the claims around Crespi. With a name like Ancient Origins, you know that there is not going to be a single element of bias. <laughs> nope. But truly, they visited Ecuador and conducted some interviews establishing that the most impressive golden plates seen in some videos with Father Crespi have truly gone missing, and they got the impression that someone doesn't want the public to know or talk about this. There was also a rumour that the church, who owns some of the less extravagant artefacts today, sold some of the other missing items to the military. Why? Hmm. They're clearly planning something. Mm. You know, military. Um, some of the ones that have gone missing, though, could have just been stolen and held on to. Like, if I hold on to this long enough, it'll get forgotten about. I can say I found it or leave it to my kids saying they say they found it. Get millions get them out of poverty stuff like that or the military literally just went in and took it all maybe whilst probing this case i also discovered that some of the works possessed by father crespi previously belonged to adolf hitler's private collection the day before crespi's funeral several european teams raided the town meanwhile the father's funeral was attended by several germans with armed escorts there's more. In 1981, a US Army colonel. Nearly <laughs> said colonel again! <laughs> a US Army colonel named Wendell Stevens met Father Crespi in Ecuador and was convinced that he was Hitler, but nobody would listen to him. Crespi's background is cloudy at best. He claimed that he was from northern Italy and rose up the ranks before he was ordained behind the closed doors of the Vatican. That has never happened before or after. He never left Vatican City, a place with diplomatic immunity, until he was sent to Ecuador. Whilst in Vatican City, he was curator of art for the Vatican archives. 
This is a position far above Crespi's rank. Further interesting facts include the Vatican coming into possession of Nazi-looted artefacts after the war inexplicably, and Cuenci, Ecuador, was known as a Nazi hideout after the war for high-level Nazis who escaped Germany. Villagers said that German men would often visit Crespi. Here are photos of the two side-by-side side for you, Hitler and Crespi. Look at those ears. I am. Um... <laughs> I'm looking at that nose as well. Yeah. So do you want to just talk? <laughs> Bearing in mind this is a podcast. I'm just shocked. <laughs> <laughs> These pictures look ridiculously similar. Mm-hmm. And they're both legit undocumented <clears throat> pictures. One of Hitler, one of Crespi. You lied to me. You told me Crispy was a good man. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known. <laughs> oh, that's insane, though. They do look so alike, don't they? And like you said, that's never... The stuff in the Vatican about him rising through the ranks, yeah. everything like that. All behind closed doors. Was it noted that Hitler could speak Italian? Like, could he speak Italian? I don't know. I also don't know if Crespi could speak Italian. That's a good point. <laughs> All I know is that he was visited by lots of Germans. And we know that Hitler was very interested in the occult and aliens and whatnot. And Crespi had some of Hitler's belongings. <laughs> How the hell did they get from Hitler's private stash to Ecuador? Do they have... I suppose they wouldn't have DNA of uh, Hitler, would they? No, um, I forget. Something is supposedly held in Russia, isn't it, that they took from the bunker? Like a tooth or some sort of dental record. So, whilst I don't think they can necessarily prove that it's Hitler, they have a man's stuff on file, which is supposedly Hitler, if that makes sense. Yeah. But I'm not entirely sure. That it's that been could, a while since I've looked at that. Fake. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's no... It's a massive... Obviously, mystery as to that is what disgusting happened. How much Hitler and Crespi look alike? <laughs> but yeah, basically, he's frozen up in private Crespi, so it could be that he didn't even exist at all. So I think he was born in eighteen ninety one. Did I say? So thinking about it, he would have rose through the ranks from like twenty to forty ish. But then they're saying he rose through the ranks behind closed doors. So who's to know if that even happened? Mm. Never happened before or since. Just. To be respectable of Crespi, mm -hmm. from here on out, we'll call him Hitler. Because <laughs> that's his real name. <laughs> right, so moving on. And fuck the respect. <laughs> <laughs> Crikey. Looking to the past, so many ancient civilizations, including Egyptians, Sumerians, Babylonians, Aztecs, Hindus, Tibetans, and Mayans, all claim in their writings of being visited by aliens who taught them new technology. The Egyptians, as an example, appeared in history from out of nowhere. There was no development. They were just suddenly there. Like, oh shit, look, there's a pyramid! Maybe the real plates gave away some of these secrets. So where you at, Monfrey? It's Hitler. <laughs> oh, that bombshell was just kind of like <laughs> knocked me off course. Um, yeah, totally agree. When you look at all these old drawings from these 
like Aztecs, Hindus and stuff. There are pictures of them being visited by other things and a lot of people write them off. Oh, that's how they would have drawn this, that's how they would have drawn that. Those things wouldn't have been around then. Yeah. And like, some of the pictures are so They look like spacemen, spaceships, even ones like of helicopters. Mm. And they say, oh, it's just a bird. A bird does not have propellers. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and a cockpit <laughs> with a man sitting in it. And then when you see yeah. their pictures of a bird, yeah. it looks like a bird. Absolutely. Right, so looking to science, I guess human travel could nearly explain similarities in different cultures' stories. Not quite, but it's at least feasible to the uneducated. The formations on the moon, scientists have claimed, are natural. But they can't explain how. The footage being erased? Nope. Nope. You can't explain that. The moon being hollow? Okay. No further scientific evidence exists to confirm that. It's possible the different planetary makeup of the moon may make it act differently to Earth, which could partially explain the ringing. It is less dense than the Earth. But does that mean it's hollow? Who knows? Any questions? I have a thing about that. Ooh, do you? If sound cannot be heard, cannot travel through space, how did they hear the ringing? Because they were scientifically measuring it. Oh, not didn't hear it and shit like mm, a sound wave machinery. yeah oh, okay and then because they noticed it the first time they thought that's weird they went and tested it again and the same thing happened oh that makes sense well it doesn't make sense but it makes sense in the fact of mm. that's how they know yeah alright so I'd just like to summarise at this point we have a covered up conversation confirming aliens on the moon confirming we have confirmed sightings of UFOs by almost every astronaut who went to the moon. The moon may be hollow. We have alien artifacts in Ecuador covered up. They disappeared. The moon landing footage has been destroyed. It disappeared. Most rocks from the moon taken back to Earth have gone missing. They were documented in a few photos and videos but then vanished. We have Neil Armstrong looking for alien evidence to an excessive degree after his experience. We may even have Hitler, a known alien technology and artifact connoisseur, or at the very least, a member of the Vatican, who doesn't appear to have been who he said he was, conveniently showing up in Ecuador and ultimately concealing evidence. So it's basically aliens. I guess the key question though is has NASA found alien evidence on the moon and has this possibly been covered up on Earth? Have I got you? Have I got you? I'm not saying it was aliens. But uh, <laughs> you're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's not generally how the show works. No, but <laughs> I'm not saying it was AIDS. But you're a bitch. All the stuff with the moon, NASA. Mm -hmm. I'm on the side of I don't think it was aliens. Mm -hmm. But. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know more about Crispy and Hitler. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I can appreciate that. So you're not saying it was aliens, which is obviously the what we do here. But you are saying <laughs> that it was Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? This case has been one of the most intriguing ones I've done. Like Sometimes I sit there writing these up and chuckle to myself. But this one, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Oh, shit. I just kept going down different rabbit holes. And then when I found the plates, 
<laughs> I was cartwheeling in my mind. Oh, he looks so much like yeah. Hitler. It's but, unreal. But I'm the same. I'm not saying that it was aliens. I think there's a lot of scientific evidence to contradict these claims. But I do think it's really suspicious that stuff's gone missing. So I yeah. do think there's more to know. We just don't know it. But then also, if the if the moon landing was fake, yeah, you would another... you would get rid of that stuff because then yeah, so that's a possibility. But... Or they might have seen stuff up there and got rid of the footage, but just we don't have the evidences strong enough to clarify that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the Hitler stuff. Oh, you've got to love a good I... Hitler theory, haven't you? I want to I know. <laughs> yeah, and it just. Even if I hadn't have given any of the background to the, like the Germans visiting and the Germans at his funeral and whatnot, just seeing them side by side, they look so similar. Even their facial hair, like Hitler's moustache, mm-hmm. Cresby's moustache is obviously longer and into a full beard, but it grows in the same manner. So, <laughs> yeah. Right. Any final thoughts? No. I want to know more. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should side probe Hitler. Every time we say his name, can we just call him a little bitch? Bitchler. (laughs) Right. In that case, I think that's all for today. I've made a mess all over myself and absolutely uncovered a corker. Not necessarily aliens, but but a corker nonetheless. If you've got any feedback or perhaps a suggestion for a future probe, you can probe us on the Twitter at ButItWasAliens. We want to grow. Our former employers, the men in black, are going to come for us. They do not want this information out there. Help us to grow. This will protect us. It's like Bob Lazar. Once we're out there, if we died mysterious deaths, people would ask too many questions. So help us get there and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. You might just save our lives. We may even read out your reviews in a future episode. And also, we are on Facebook at But It Was Aliens, and we have Extraterrestrial Towers, our group. The plan is, moving forward, to start posting memes in there, talking about the show, and general UFO sightings. Join us! Join us! But until next Thursday, I've been your host, Kevin the Grey. I am still Moonwalker. Thank you for listening to But It Was Aliens. And remember, the truth is up there. If in doubt... Hashtag probe. Hashtag probe. Probe. <laughs>